With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back into Letterman Road, ladies and gentlemen, for a wild and wonderful off-season week recap. Uh, the first week of the off-season, Tim, because I consider uh, – the Cotton Bowl, maybe the offseason, maybe an exhibition, as we like to call these games now, even though it's a New Year's Six game. Believe uh, me, when they line up, they're going to be hitting each other, brother. It's going to be real football. That's <laughs> You're absolutely right, partner. But at the same time, it just feels like the offseason because the transfer portal opened on Monday and it opened with fireworks as Kyle McCord went in the transfer portal. It has since progressed to all the way to Joe Royer entering the transfer portal on Thursday evening. And there were, I believe, 12 guys in between that. Um, some bottom of the roster guys, no offense to those guys, but that's, it is what it is in modern college football. Some contributors who are trying to find greener pastures. Um, that's the 40 year vet Tim may on the other side of that screen, but you already knew that by now. And we're just trying to kind of process Tim, everything that's happened this week in this first wild week, um, of the opening of the transfer portal. Yeah. And I wish, I wish we could be sitting like, uh, you know, with a little spy camera and, uh, Ryan Day's office or Rover's office where these guys go into and say, by the way, coach uh, or administrator, you know, Mark Pantone here, I'm leaving. Uh, I'm heading into the transfer portal. Uh, why are you leaving? Why are you heading in the transfer portal? You know, and how much of these reasons are for, like you said, greener pastures in terms of getting to play and greener pastures in terms of green cash that uh, these some of these guys are seeking? Because I'm hearing – it is definitely a combination of both, you know, for some of these guys. And I understand that. And, uh, you know, I was talking with a former uh, former player. That was Matt Wilhelm and I. You know, I had him on my podcast this week, but he and I also shoot the bull a lot. And uh, bottom line is uh, some guys, and I'm, I'm not going to name names among the, among the fellows who have left, uh, you know, but we all know their names by now. But some fellows – you know, are looking for a, uh, they think they're, they're being shortchanged and, uh, and uh, that's another uh, kind of financial term in it, but they're, they feel like they're being shortchanged maybe on the depth chart situation. And, you know, your clock is ticking when you get in college football and you need a chance to go show yourself somewhere, you know, you, you, you think you can start at this other place. And, uh, and then others, what I'm getting to here is some of these guys, their biggest paydays are going to be in the NIL realm in their college football career. And, I think it becomes obvious to some that they are not the creme de la creme uh, as they were, you know, you're being recruited, you're being recruited to play for a national championship elite worthy type team. And suddenly you're not quite good enough to be a starter on that team. Uh, maybe you're, you're having an eye opening moment and it's time to move on and make your cash while you can. So it's just interesting. Like, for example, I'm not, 
Chip Trainum, you know, supposedly is heavily uh, rumored right now to be considering uh, Kentucky. Well, that's no big surprise because Kentucky has a decent NIL situation going. And plus, I think he would find um, an opportunity perhaps to be the the uh, featured back there. Who knows? But, man, he got a lot of playing time on the team that was ranked number one in the country up until the last, uh, you know, <laughs> last uh, two weeks of the season. So, you know, good luck to all these guys is all I've got to say. But it does Urban, – on Urban, Urban Meyer and I, we were talking on Urban's take this week. You know, he has no interest in ever getting back into college football coaching. I mean, because imagine the headaches that Ryan Day is dealing with right now. And, oh, yeah, they're playing Missouri, probably the third, maybe third or fourth best team in the Southeastern Conference on December the 29th in, uh, what, a little, little over three weeks. I mean, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot on your plate. Yeah, a lot to juggle right now for Ryan Day because signing, signing day, day. Yeah. day is less than two weeks away. So you're also recruiting um, your commits. You're trying to land maybe that uh, ace in the hole that you've been you've had that you think you have uh, on the trail, uncommitted prospects that you're going to pull out and, and shock everybody um, in the next couple of weeks. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, you know, these coaches always have plans for the recruiting cycle. You're also trying to re-recruit your entire roster um, and just make sure that they're all satisfied. But you know, Tim, let's start with let's start with the biggest names because Kyle McCord, um, I think it's pretty well known by now. Um, not how do I say this? It, it's a it's a decision well made, <laughs> it's made made by Kyle to go into the transfer portal and just try to find a new home. Yeah. And it could end up being for the best for everybody. It could end up being for the best for Ohio State, or it could end up being for the best for Kyle McCord. But he chip train him and Julian Fleming, and we've talked ad nauseum about the Kyle McCord transfer. We've written about it at lettermanrow.com. We don't need to spend time just on Kyle, but this team is losing two and a half starters from its offensive regimen here. Kyle yeah. McCord, Julian Fleming, uh, who after four years is going to go on, and and I think it's probably best for Julian to go on, if we're being honest here. And then Chip Trainum, who started a few games for Ohio State in place of Trayvon Henderson and was a big part of that. Which of those three – and I guess maybe which of the two not named Kyle McCord because Kyle McCord kind of just sent shockwaves through college football. Which of the other two, Tim, in your mind, was, was a little bit more surprising or a little bit more caught you off guard? Probably Julian Fleming, only because, but not really, because we were asking him about rumors about him uh, uh, that were hot and heavy this time a year ago about him uh, uh, jumping into portal and going to Penn State. You know what I mean? That was the, that was one of the hottest rumors out there. And uh um, he, he denied that was happening, but uh, we'll see where he ends up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it, there's a guy that's interesting to me because I like him. Number one, I like all these guys actually, but I like everybody. I even like you, Spence. People don't know that, but with Julian Fleming, the injuries he's gone through, et cetera. Remember a while ago when I was talking about how, you know, maybe your biggest payday might be coming, uh, this year and not three years from now. In, in football, that might be the case with him because, you know, the, the NFL is going to look long and hard at him uh, when, in fact, he is eligible for the, you know, declares himself for the draft about all these, you know, the injuries he's dealt with shoulder-wise, et cetera. And uh, uh, he may see the handwriting on the wall. Personally, I think if he had come back to Ohio State next year, he would still be one of the featured guys. You know, he'd be leading a – uh, a wide receiver room. Well, Emeka Ibuka, we, you know, he's still the curious guy out there, the, the guy that I've got my eye on, and, you know, whether he'll opt to leave for the NFL. But my point is uh, he would have been one of the two top 
wide receivers in that room in terms of longevity and could have been a leader on the team, et cetera. But, uh, you know, he's in practice every day. We, we're not. He sees these guys coming on, you know, yeah. Brandon Ennis. I mean, everybody knows Carnell Tate. Brandon Ennis is going to be by every, everybody I've talked to who's watched him is going to be a superstar or has that possibility. And maybe we, we may see him sooner rather than later in the bowl game, just like with uh, Emeka Egbuka and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. two years ago in the Rose Bowl. That was an eye-opener for everybody except everybody who had seen them play, right? So, uh, but yeah, Julian Fleming, because that guy, he had a major catch on the on the winning drive against Notre Dame. He had a catch on the drive. They got started to get going against Michigan that then petered out with the interception when uh, Cal McCord got hit. Uh, so yeah, Julian Fleming. I'll take Julian Fleming uh, for 10000 Alex. Uh, the interesting thing about Julian is like there were two paths that he could have taken. He could have had a split role, um, probably a split role with Carnell Tate, Jeremiah Smith, Brandon Ennis, potentially Emeka Ibuka, uh, Noah Rogers. Wait, 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 let me ask you a question. Are they hanging on to Jeremiah Smith? I think so. I okay. think so. As long as Brian Hartland and Ryan Day are doing their thing in Columbus. Because everybody wants to hear an update on that. Not every day, but every 24 hours of every day. Go ahead now. Yeah. Matt Parker and I talked about that at the end of our recruiting show on Thursday. So go check that out. But, the, the thing that, that surprised me about Julian is, you know, there were two paths that he could have taken. He could have taken a split role at Ohio State and probably split time with Jeremiah Smith and Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis and Noah Rogers and maybe Emeka Ibuka. Or, and he could have been a captain, I would assume, at Ohio State. Like, there's a real chance that captaincy yeah. was on the table. Or he yeah. can go have a bigger role in a different offense that maybe features him a little more. And I respect him for both paths because both of them make a lot of sense for him. Now, I will say... Our, our Penn State sided on three. Um, Blue White Illustrated has already reported that Julian Fleming has had contact with the Nittany Lions. Ohio State goes to Penn State. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Insert Hayden Fry, the late great Hayden Fry. What a surprise. Now go ahead. Exactly. So uh, the, the guys over there doing a great job. I'll give some credit to Sean Fitz, who runs a great oh, site over there. He's talking about Julian Fleming having Kentucky interest and having Penn State interest. Now, Kentucky interest would be interesting just because – Julian could show off uh, his skill set as one of the featured weapons in an SEC offense, and I would not would not fault him at all for that. No. If he goes to Penn State, though, you're talking about Ohio State potentially having to defend him the first week of November in State College. So that is an interesting one. I'll I'll take Chip Trainum just to keep you know to keep the conversation going. I think I was more surprised by Julian, but uh, Chip to me. You know, he's already going to take that visit to Kentucky. That's that's good for him because Benny Snell thrived in that offense. Chris Rodriguez thrived in that offense. Ray oh, Davis yeah. here thrived in that offense. Kentucky, not the best team in the SEC, but they if there's one thing they can do, it's run the damn football. And if he's being told that he can be the lead back in a, in a Kentucky offense, you're talking about real NFL possibilities there. And I'm not sure, even if Travion Henderson goes to the NFL, even if Travion Henderson decides to come back, which, you know, he's still undecided right now. There are reports that he's leaning toward coming back, but he's made no decision. Yeah, um, well, yeah, I mean, my impeccable source yeah. was emphatic that he's made no decision. Go ahead now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, either way, I'm not sure if Chip would have been the featured back in this Ohio State offense with Dallin Hayden coming back and, uh, you know, Jordan Lyle and James, James Peoples, the Peoples running back both coming into the program. Um, so People's choice running back. Go ahead. Exactly. So whether, whether Chip was going to be the featured back at Ohio state, I don't think he would have been, but he would, he's, it's still a big loss. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. The, it's still just interesting to me that yes, Ohio state is kind of losing again, no offense, the, the bottom of the depth chart guys, but the Buckeyes also fighting a little bit of attrition for guys who m may want that NIL 
uh, payday to come or may want an over an, a, a expanded role in a new offense and get to learn from another um, offensive mind after a couple years. You know, Chip only had two years at Ohio State, and a quarter of that or half of that was spent at linebacker. Yep. Julian has four years under Brian Hartline and now can kind of show what he can do in a bigger role. So I don't really fault each of those guys on the offensive side. Um, and if you want more about Kyle McCord, we talked about that on Monday on, on the Letterman Row YouTube channel and all over um, the Letterman Row platforms. But but those two, Fleming and, and Trainum, I thought were worth hitting on here. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, on the Kyle McCord thing, you know, it's uh, it had to be a conversation. There had to be a conversation uh, between, I mean, because when you're the starting quarterback, uh, and you feel confident you're going to be the starting quarterback, Ohio State can match anybody in terms of, you know, whatever is out there in terms of NIL, et cetera. As long, as it, huh? as long as it wants to. As long as it wants to. Exactly. That's my point. Uh, my point is there had to be uh, clearly something, go, you know, you don't even have to be a fly on the wall there to know that uh, Ryan Day wants to wring more out of his offense than he got this year, just from as Matt Wilhelm pointed out on, on uh, the Tim May show this week, you know, there's you point out all the touchdowns that uh, quarterbacks have generated uh, over the last many years, and it didn't happen this year. You know, Ohio State, uh, you know, you just look at the numbers, I guess, is all. And it always comes, whether it's right or not, it always comes back to the quarterback. Your quarterback's supposed to make everything right no matter what happens. So, you know, best of luck to Cal McCord, one of the more polite, uh, individual, polite, and, uh, um, engaging individuals I've ever dealt with. I mean, he, I mean, for a quarterback, I thought he was really, you know, is he the fiery guy that Devin Brown is that we've heard about? And, you know, the personality of Devin Brown, no, he's not, but he's a good guy in my opinion. So I wish him the best of luck. Uh, so we'll see where that ends up. But, you know, it's funny because I would think, you know, this time of year from now, people are going to be looking uh, maybe on an off week or something, going to be looking maybe to go get some tickets uh, to, uh, you know, maybe, go see one of these guys, you know, maybe on the aftermarket ticket. What, what you got going for me there? Yeah, Tim, I can give you $20 off your first purchase on the game oh. time. I'm glad you said something. Of course, terms apply with that $20 off, but you can get $20 off your first purchase in the game time app when you use the promo code Buckeyes at checkout. Yeah, that's right. Buckeyes at checkout for $20 off your first purchase in the game time app. Listen, Tim, there's plenty of tickets for the Cotton Bowl. You want to go see a new Ohio State quarterback, the Buckeyes, and possibly kick off a new era at quarterback? You can go to the Cotton Bowl and save $20 off your tickets. The tickets are hovering right around that triple digit mark right now. It's not that ex they're not that expensive. The problem is you got to get there. I know that it's a little pricey to get there with the flights. Um, uh, the gas prices may be starting to come down a little bit. Maybe it makes you consider driving to Dallas, making a little, uh, hey, guess what? For Christmas, I got you, uh, I got, uh, you know, my kid a, a pair of tickets. Now, dad and son going to go to the game. You can say, hey, I'll I've made that I've made that drive probably 50 times. I go ahead. You can save $20 on those tickets to the Cotton Bowl when you use the promo code Buckeyes on your first purchase on the game time app. Hey, you want to go watch the Buckeyes basketball team? The tickets might be below $20, and then you can crazy? just get almost free tickets in the game time app. They also do this thing, Tim. You know about it. You love it. Where you find a ticket on the game time app in, let's say, for the Buckeyes basketball team in section 104, row E. And then uh, you know, you go to a competing ticketing website, you see a cheaper ticket in section 104 row E, you send that to gametime.co or at the game time app, and they refund you 110% the difference of your price of ticket. So you can even save a little bit of coin while you're uh, shopping for your tickets with the game. Ter app. Terms do apply. You know that on any kind of guarantee like that, but uh, read for the sure. fine print, but terms do apply. But dude, just think about 
$20 off a crew ticket. Did you ever think in our lifetime we see crew tickets going for how much they are this weekend? Uh, no. I mean, it's crazy. And the Game Time app's got them, man. They certainly do, Tim. And uh, it's – I hope the Cotton Bowl is like a packed venue. I hope Ohio State fans embrace it with the new era at quarterback. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of, of you know um, – we're going to all be watching with bated breath, seeing what the Buckeyes look like um, because the future is almost now with this program. Uh, so go to the game time app, gametime.co, get your tickets, $20 off Tim. Um, there are a lot of Buckeyes on the defensive side who in all likelihood weren't going to see bigger roles, even when spring football comes around, even with the bowl game, even when next fall comes around August 31st against Akron. I, I wasn't expecting to see some of the guys who entered the transfer portal, um, on the field on August 31st, unless it was a blowout. So they get a fresh start. And I know that you are all about fresh starts, which is why you can use the promo code Letterman Free for free breakfast for life at HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. That's right, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Say hello to a stressless holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. It's the season of giving and gathering with HelloFresh. It can be it can be the season for saving. Actually, save money with this month. Free breakfast for life, fresh recipes delivered, cheaper than takeout, all pre-portioned ingredients. You'll never waste money on excess food. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LettermanFree and use the code LettermanFree for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active for the rest of your life till death do you and HelloFresh part. And dude, dude, the the, the bonus about HelloFresh is, is when you're cooking it is the aroma. It fills your house. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I'm, I've really enjoyed the HelloFresh meals uh, I've, I've uh, experienced. and. Uh, you know, it's it just saves you time and money, uh, et cetera, and aggravation about you're, you're wanting to put together this special recipe. Oh, I'm missing this ingredient. You know, the special ingredients, you know, not salt and pepper and uh, and milk and, and butter, but the special and cooking oil. But the others, the special ingredients come in the package. That's what's cool about these HelloFresh meals. And uh, I know I've enjoyed mine. I completely agree, Tim. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash Letterman Free, just like the 40-year-old, the 40-year vet Tim made it. Use the code Letterman Free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while, while your subscription is active. Again, until death do you and HelloFresh part. Uh, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Letterman Free with the code Letterman Free. That is HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I started using it in my house. It's completely changed the way I view food and view recipes. And now there are a lot of people who have completely changed the way they look at this offseason with the defensive part departures. We won't spend too much time on them, Tim. Um, By the way, I liked your segue there. Go ahead. Now. Thank you. There, there are quite a few of them, to be honest, that the defensive uh, transfers out. There's um, Omari Abor. There's Cameron Martinez. There's um, Ryan Turner. There's Jair Brown in the secondary. Kai Stokes in the secondary. Uh, Reed Carrico out of the program now. So, there's, there's quite a few of them. There's some guys on offense that we didn't hit on, a couple centers that transferred out. Again, Joe Royer, the tight end. But defensively, Tim, was there anybody who surprised you that entered the portal this week? No. Uh, and I'm, I'm being quite honest because I think all of these guys have an upside, but they didn't crack, you know, the glass ceiling, uh, up, the glass ceiling above them as opposed to the glass ceiling below them. They didn't crack the glass ceiling. And uh, uh, they de- all – they all played a role in some form or fashion over the last couple of years. We all 
for example, I think Kai Stokes has a hell of an upside. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the deeper they delved into that uh, into that safety well, the last two last two seasons, he he hardly ever came up in the bucket. You know what I mean? And uh, so, and they've got big time guys still around. I mean, Malik Hartford, the guy you eyeballed the first day of uh, whenever we got to watch practice. I mean, clearly that guy's got a huge upside, uh, and guys coming in. So yeah, I think they all smelled smelled the tea leaves. That's the wrong analogy. All read the tea leaves, and uh, and are matriculating. So uh, I'm not surprised by any of those. I mean, how many times have we been asked about Reed Carrico over the last couple of years? Sometimes it's just not in the cards, especially on a defense that suddenly went from playing three linebackers regularly to two linebackers regularly. It was really tough uh, to break in. Uh, for example, I've got my eye on on Gabe Powers right now. I want to see what goes on with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because I think that guy, he he embraced the idea that you play special teams, get after it, and good things can happen for you if, in fact, you continue to play well in practice. So, yeah, right on down the line, uh, those guys, they hurt your depth from the standpoint of a maybe emergency depth. But, you know, the game marches on and you guys are coming in the door every day. And, you like, you just – you just brought it up a minute ago, and I didn't interrupt you, but I'm really curious to see Jermaine Matthews going one-on-one with Julian Fleming maybe next year. You know, I'd love to hear the conversations. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if there was one, you know, well, first of all, you mentioned Reed Carrico, and uh, it's worth noting, you know, he's already got a few offers, and there are yeah. some guys who are who are going to move on and play. You know, I look at a guy like Dallas Gant, who just finished a, a two-loss season, an 11-2 and two season with the, with the Toledo Rockets, looked really yeah. good in action. He wasn't going to see the field at Ohio State, and it didn't work out. So where does he go? He goes down a level. He goes to the MAC, and he's a really good player. He's he's a borderline All MAC player. So like you know, Reed Carrico now has offers from Ohio. Uh, my Bobcats have offered Tulsa, Eastern Michigan, and Toledo. If Reed Carrico goes to to join Kevin Wilson at Tulsa or goes to the MAC, I'm sure he's going to have a great career. Um, but it, it just wasn't going to happen at Ohio State, and I think that there's a realization there with a lot of these guys that maybe it just won't happen at Ohio State, and that's yeah, fine. And, yeah, that's and, cost and, of doing business in 2023. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, I know, I know by the end of the because I've talked to a couple of guys who it didn't pan out for them, you know, at Ohio State way back when when there was no transfer portal, and basically they said, you know, at, at one point finally in your career, you feel almost like a glorified cheerleader except you're not, you know, uh, a lot of times you're a tackling dummy or, or the, uh, what do you want, the equivalent in practice, et cetera, on scout team or, or whatever, just trying to show you, you know, you, you belong, you deserve your scholarship. And believe me, the guys that serve on the scout teams and stuff do deserve their scholarships, the scholarship players who are on there, because it's no walk in the park, you know, uh, any practice, but, uh, but yeah, it just, but in this age, you don't have to sit pat, you know, it's, if you go to your dream school and it's not working out for you, you know, you go from dream to reality and reality is I've got two years left. You know, what have I got left? Oh, wait a minute. Did I, was I here during COVID? Do I have three years left? You know what I mean? You do yeah. all the math and you go, I want to go play, damn it. And yeah. uh, nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong with that mindset. And you're seeing guys leave everywhere. Not just Ohio state. We've seen an exodus from uh, Texas A&M in the last couple of years, Alabama loses, uh, has lost quite a few guys this year already. Colorado, the the dream school, has lost a lot of guys, several starters. Uh, you know, from uh, 
from this past season, et cetera, already. Everybody's looking for that new start. And uh, and my, my point is, you can spend all day looking over your shoulder about who left, you know, who's not here anymore. You know, you got to pay attention to what's in front of you. And like I said, uh, Missouri is, is, is as serious as a heart attack for Ohio State coming up on uh, December the 29th in Jerry World. I mean, uh, and I know Ryan Day and his staff are not going to be lamenting who's in the portal because you don't have time to do that anymore. No, and I think if there's one guy, and I will say this real quick before we wrap up, if there's one guy who did surprise me that entered the portal, possibly Jair Brown, because Jair yeah. Brown is a guy who started a game in September of his freshman season, you know, at home against Wisconsin. Wisconsin was really bad last year in 2022, uh, but Jair Brown started a Big Ten game for Ohio State in place of injured Cam- the injured Cameron Brown in 2022. Yeah. So. To see him go in the portal now is a little bit surprising. But when you look at the depth chart, you're going to have Davis Nickbenosen back. Uh, Lorenzo Styles Jr. is coming back and potentially playing a role in the secondary. Denzel Burke and Jordan Hancock still have decisions to make. I'm told that those are are not done deals whatsoever one way or another. Right. Jermaine Matthews is rising. Um, Calvin Simpson Hunt came on at the end of the year and, and played in front of Jair Brown. from. Wait, where's he from? Where's he from? Waxahachie, Texas. There you go. Uh, and then you've got three talented corners who Ohio State is super excited about, two projected outside corners and one slot so nickel corner coming in in the freshman class. And we've seen cornerbacks in the freshman classes come in and play. So the depth chart was stacked against Jair Brown, but when you have a guy who started as a freshman in a game, it's still a little surprising, Tim, to see yeah. a guy like that go in the yeah. portal. Yeah. And, you know, even though we were whispering about Cal McCord, remember that when we were doing our video – last Sunday after that bowl game press conference, the whispers were, you know, you, you said them, I said them, uh, and Anders Backstrom, Andy Backstrom, uh, said them, you know, we were hearing there was a chance he might not be around for the cotton bowl. And, uh, <laughs> lo and behold, the very next day when you could enter your name in the portal, he did that. And, uh, so some of these things aren't as big a surprise, but still making that jump is still a big jump. You know, yeah. you're still, Leaping. Remember, I remember asking Justin Fields uh, uh, when he showed up. I said, "What was it like in the transfer portal? Was there likes and all kinds of stuff going on?" You know, he started laughing. But the bottom line is, it is a little bit of a mystery. Number one, it is a little bit of a big gulp moment. Meaning, all right, I'm taking this leap here. Am I going to land where I'm going to get that shot? Because you know what? You look around the country, and yeah, some of the quarterbacks have landed in good spots. I mean, all three quarterbacks up for the Heisman this year. Or transfers, you know, uh, that's crazy when you think about it. Uh, and of course, Marvin Harrison Jr., the uh, fourth member of the Heisman uh, uh, Heisman Horseman. But uh, but you don't always find paradise, and especially the guys, the other players who aren't starters leaving, who are backup players or, or lower. Many many of them in the last many years have not signed with anybody. Yeah. So. It is a leap of, I don't know if faith is the right term, but it's a leap in, in just taking a, a grip on your own career and going, I'm going to change things right here instead of sticking it out and waiting for an opportunity, a good old you, which may or may not come. You, sometimes you need to force that uh, opportunity spigot. Every Ohio State player on scholarship in 2022 who entered the transfer portal last year found a home at the D1 level in 2023. So it's not as much a, a – an issue of will you find a home if you're from Ohio State? It's will you find a role if you're from yes. Ohio State? And that's what these guys have to balance. But the transfer portal, in my opinion, is about betting on yourself, 
betting on yourself to be able to find a spot where you can find a, a fresh start and a new home. And that's what a lot of Ohio State guys are doing. And the Buckeyes um, are slowly but surely turning over this roster and kind of uh, rebuilding it uh, very quickly. Um, and the urgency, at least in the transfer portal, is already there for Ohio State. We're going to have it covered like we do all year. Let me, let me let me throw one more thing in there too, though. Remember on Sunday, I did I, I refused to like really do a matchup deal, uh, a quick a quick a matchup deal with Missouri because I have no idea which Ohio State players are going to play, mm-hmm. you know, and including the starting quarterback. You know, we didn't know, um, you know, it was going to be Devin Brown. But but my point is, uh, there comes a moment and it's coming pretty soon where Ryan Day is going to go to each of his players who still have the possibility of sitting out and or leaving early, you know, the rec- day of reckoning is coming because you got to get ready to play a big time game at the end of the month. So yeah. there's going to be plenty of news here in the next two weeks for sure. I would completely agree with that, Tim. And we will have it covered locked in at lettermanroad.com. Tim made the 40 year bet on the other side of that screen. Nope. The other side of that screen, Andy Backstrom, uh, Alex Gleitman and Matt Parker do a great job on the recruiting side. Come join the Letterman Lounge message board. You can get the full message board experience right now. It's a YouTube special, $1 for your first two months when you use the code OSU1. That's right, $1 for your first two months at lettermanrow.com when you use the code OSU1. That's cheaper than that's cheaper than Peacock. This man has a saying, folks. He stays on brand. That's the 40-year event, Tim May. You know him. You'll love him. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you over at LettermanRoad.com. Make sure to like and subscribe this video. Make sure to like this video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll see you at LettermanRoad.com. We'll see you in just a couple weeks in Dallas with the Cotton Bowl. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply